0: I had a boss years ago, brand new boss, like came in guns blazing. He had never managed anybody before. And literally he looked at me and says, you just need to trust me because I'm your boss. I'm like, good luck. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, well, one reason I'm not going to trust you. Hi, my name is Chris Zaug, and welcome to Let's Talk Teams, a podcast by Uptick, the one-on-one meeting software that helps managers and their teams get on the same page. But more than that, actually having better conversations with one another, not just talking about projects and status updates and all the stuff you can do via email. It digs into the nitty-gritty things, how work is going and how your team members work best, the conversations you never get to have. This episode is taken from our Next Level One-on-Ones course, where Michael and I discuss how to build or even rebuild trust with your teams to get more information on our course and how you can make your one-on-ones a great experience for both managers and team members. Go to up slash course.
1: Okay. So we know trust is not built overnight. No. And in light of one-on-ones, if they're going to have any vulnerability, people are going to share anything with you. You know, you need to have some trust. So uh, we know that you can either have the nice blank slate where you get to build uh, build trust from zero, which is, also, not even totally true because people have their own trust right. or mistrust for people that are leading them. Right. But more or less, it's clean with you. Mm-hmm. And then there's other times where you need to rebuild broken trust. Mm-hmm. So before we dive into rebuilding broken trust, let's start with the clean slate.
0: Yeah, I think in the clean slate scenario, you, it's there's still sort of a prove it there, right? Mm-hmm. They they don't know they're not they're not coming in with cynical intentions but it's a prove it. And so this is one of those things where you as a manager need to think um, proactively about this person individually, who they are, how they communicate back. You've observed them for a little bit. You've had some co- initial conversations with them. Learn what they value. Okay. So some people value super uh, super uh, transparent relationship. So, so they really do. Other people are they're just naturally more guarded Mm -hmm. in their lives. It has nothing to do with you. And so how do you get those relationships to be a little bit more transparent and open? Well, it's knowing the person, knowing where you can go in and where you need to lay back. Mm -hmm. Again, we talked about it in our last session, patience. This takes time. You're not going to get people to trust you right out of the gate. I had a boss years ago, brand new boss, like came in guns blazing he had never managed anybody before and literally he looked at me and says you just need to trust me because i'm your boss i'm like good luck <laughs> yeah i'm like well one reason i'm not going to trust you i mean right there it was like i it it wasn't it wasn't earned he wanted it bestowed on him because of his position you don't get that as a manager there's no such thing as positional nope. trust there is not you've got to earn it and so i think going in there again with that sense of discovery Like, how can I learn to this person? In coaching sessions, one of the things I share with people quite often is that when people come into any relationship, it could be a neighborhood, it could be a community group, it could be a church, synagogue, whatever, there are three things they want. They want to love and be loved, whatever's appropriate in that community. Mm -hmm. They want to serve and be served. And they want to know and be known. Mm -hmm. Now, a team member, when they're coming into a relationship with a manager— um, they they want you to know what their hopes and dreams are. They want you to know what they're, the things that are hard about their job. They want you to know what they do in their job. They want you to get it and understand where there needs to be good resources and conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, you hold their career to a certain extent, at least in this moment, in your hands as a manager, and they want to know that. Part of that also is being transparent about your own failures, mm-hmm. the things where you you haven't been perfect, where you've had to learn the hard way. It gives them hope that you don't feel like you're some sort of, you know, a knight on a white horse. Mm-hmm. You know, you're a human being. You're fleshy, mm-hmm. and uh, I think that really helps develop trust. Is when they know that you're human and you care about them and you're not cookie cutter.
1: Yeah, I agree. And then the only thing else that I would add to that, when you're starting from from scratch, more or less, is it's an opportunity for you to show your vulnerability and to say, "Here's things that I know that." Um, I can bring to the team, but here's the things I really need from you to bring to the yes. team, so that they can see that you're saying I don't have it all together. Mm-hmm. Even if you've done the work before, that's okay. Maybe you can you can build trust in a different way. That way, to say, um, you know, along the way, I want to help you by by coaching you in, in your role if it's appropriate for that person. Yeah. Um, but let's move on now to talking about when you're inheriting some some mistrust either from uh, previous leader that either you know about the situation or even when you've broken some some trust and you need to you need to start the rebuilding process.
0: Right. Well, the first thing is you have to find out what it was that that ruined the trust. So, uh could be could be anything. We're going to talk about trust killers a little bit later and that any of one of those things could have could have caused this in the team member. Mm-hmm. But understanding that is really important. It's sort of like going to the doctor. If you go, you know, I've got this really big problem with my knee and the doctor starts looking in your throat, you're like, okay, this isn't where I have my problem. It's down at the knee. And so I think going in and trying to understand what it is that broke trust. So as an example, I had a relationship where um, a team member had uh, really big expectations placed on them that were never communicated. So they never knew that they were supposed to do X work. Mm-hmm. But when it came time to be accountable for X work, they were held accountable to something they didn't understand. So immediately when I when they came to work for me, I realized, okay, this is I need to, I need to make sure that we're clear on what the expectations are, like really granular level clear.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I don't do that with everybody. Some people would feel that was really restricting. To this person, it felt freeing. Yeah. Like, oh. I actually know what I'm supposed to do. I know what will what will make Chris feel like, "Hey, great job," you know, mm-hmm. and and that was huge. So it's it's discerning that from the trying from the very beginning. Again, this is going to take some time. If you try to rush this, it's going to be a debacle. Yeah. Okay. But it's trying to figure that out right off the get right out of the gate. Totally. So now let's go into some trust killers. Things that
1: we know that if when done or if this happens, it just takes you down a rung or more. It, yeah. it takes much less time to mess it up than it does to rebuild it. So yeah. some hallmarks to to think about and keep forefront of mind.
0: Yeah, there there are, there are a million of them, right? But I, I I think i I think of four right off the bat that just that's that just hit me because I've seen them so often. One is a sense of injustice. Like something has happened that is unjust to me. I was passed over for a promotion. There was a project that I wanted to work on that somebody else got to work on. Um, perhaps. Um, they were called on the carpet for something that happened on the team and they, they felt like that wasn't my fault. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a group project and it was their fault. They didn't get to me, you know, whatever. That sense of injustice is, is, is a killer right out of the gate. And that's something as a manager, you got to recognize right away and say, well, help me understand how, how would this have gone better? How could this have, how, how could you have felt heard? Cause that's usually the problem in a sense of injustice, sense of injustice mm-hmm. is they don't feel like they've been heard or seen. So you got to listen to them and see them, Mm -hmm. ask the right questions. The second thing is a loss of hope. We've all been in in companies, well, not we all, but I've been in companies where (laughs) the leadership um, is is just spinning their wheels. And so new new, uh, thrusts come out, and here's the new organizational chart, and here's the new uh, project planning and strategic planning model and all of these things and you know I take the piece of paper that they send me and I drop it in the can because the last ten times they did that
1: it was effectively the
0: same thing right exactly so people lose hope and so you've you've got to find a find a way to to rebuild that hope we're going to talk about that a little bit later but it's rebuilding that sense of hope that things can change that work can get better that their work life can be fulfilling mm-hmm. and something that they can really invest in. Yeah. The third thing that, that is just a brutal trust killer is expecting people to do work where they haven't been trained properly, haven't been given the proper education. It really creates a lack of confidence. Lack of confidence is another killer because, um, oftentimes, and it sort of, sort of mixes with sense of injustice. Like you're expecting these things from me, but I've not been trained properly. I don't have the right tools. My computer's breaking down. I don't, you know, I, mm-hmm. I don't have the right software or whatever, um, it just feels like I, I can't go to battle with these implements. I can't do it. Yeah. And so for you as a manager, you need to find out right away. Okay, w- w- what are the things that are missing for them? And you know, you've actually been a good teacher for me in this, Michael, because you ask the questions of the people who report to you. What would make your job easier, like tomorrow? Like could be mm-hmm. a nice coffee cup. Could be. Um, a training session on something really important to their career. It doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. That's how you start building trust back is by saying, let let me help build your confidence in your role. Make sure you have the right things that you need to to be effective. Mm -hmm. And the last one, and this is absolutely the most important trust killer ever. As a manager, you must do what you say. Mm -hmm. So if you're asking for input from people and you're not, you're not, you know, processing through the input with them. I actually have a situation right now where I asked for input about a year ago. Okay. And I've just not been able to process that stuff. And I've had to apologize two or three times to people when they say, Hey, how's this going? And, and I'm trying to be super transparent about it because I know that can, that can hurt trust. So I'm not perfect in this at all. It's like you, you know, (laughs) but you've got, you've got to be able to, to generally be the person that when you say, we're going to do this this is what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Because if it's, it, you know, I'm a parent, I got four kids. If my kids sniff out right away that I'm not going to do what I say I'm going to do, then they're just like, well, whatever, you know, his yeah. words are just words.
1: Yeah. And it can't be counted on.
0: Exactly. And in the workplace, it's just brutal. So do what you say you're going to do or, or suffer the consequences.
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah. The, the saying following up with the things you say you will do and that, that you can be counted on are such great ways to build trust early on. Mm-hmm. And also really fast ways to lose it well. For sure.
0: Hey, thanks again for tuning in to Let's Talk Teams today. If you have any other questions, we'd love to talk with you. You can hit us up on Twitter at UptickApp, and you can also message us personally. Our info is in the show notes. If you'd like to learn more about our next level one-on-ones course, don't forget to check out UptickApp.com course. And if you want to make your one-on-ones better with your team or with your manager, go to UptickApp.com of more information.